0: Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com Wondery. RocketMoney.com Wondery.
1: The breaking news tonight. Democrats drop an article of impeachment. The single charge President Trump incited an insurrection. It comes as more than a dozen people face federal charges for the assault on the Capitol. With just 12 days left in office, the calls to remove the president grow louder. The broad support tonight from House Democrats. But could Republicans get on board to prevent President Trump from running in 2024? And only on CBS News, Speaker Nancy Pelosi speaks to 60 Minutes.
2: There should be prosecution against him.
1: Plus, why she called the nation's top military leader about keeping the nuclear codes out of the president's hands. New video tonight from inside the Capitol, showing officers outnumbered, and the moment one of the rioters was shot dead, how the Capitol was overrun, the new arrests tonight, and the federal murder investigation after a Capitol police officer dies from his injuries. Not attending the inauguration. Why President-elect Joe Biden says it's a good thing President Trump won't be there.
3: One of the few things he and I have ever agreed on.
1: More than 4,000 deaths in one day. The COVID pandemic spins out of control. The president elects plan to speed up the vaccination process. Only on CBS News, Gail King speaks with a young woman who attacked and falsely accused a black teen of stealing her phone. And CBS's Steve Hartman. On the road with a lesson of hope during a difficult time.
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday evening. We are going to begin with some breaking news because America is on the verge of a constitutional crisis. House Democrats plan to introduce an article of impeachment against President Trump on Monday, charging him with inciting an insurrection after that mob of his supporters attacked the Capitol. Two Republican senators now say they'll consider convicting the president if he's impeached. And in a stunning development tonight, one of those Republican senators, Lisa Murkowski, says the president should resign. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she's so worried about the commander in chief having access to the nuclear codes she called the Pentagon. In a new interview with 60 Minutes, she tells our Leslie Stahl that President Trump is deranged, unhinged, and dangerous. Tonight, there's also breaking news on the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue. The president has just lost his biggest megaphone. Moments ago, Twitter permanently suspended his personal account. Meantime, as we come on the air, security is being beefed up for president like Biden swearing in, and investigators are pouring through videos like these, stunning images showing the assault on the Capitol unfold. Well, sev- several of those rioters have already been arrested, and a manhunt for others is underway tonight. We have a lot of new reporting as the crisis unfolds. Our team is standing by. CBS's Nancy Cordes is going to lead off our coverage tonight from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Nancy.
5: Nora, House Democrats tell us they are now preparing for a possible House impeachment vote next week. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her preference is still that the president resign immediately instead. And all this impeachment talk is clearly meant to pressure him to step down. Uh, Chances are growing tonight that President Trump will be the only person in history to be impeached twice.
3: We're going to walk down to the Capitol.
5: The new article of impeachment, Incitement of Insurrection, alleges that President Trump's conduct on Wednesday gravely endangered the security of the united states five lives were lost people were killed rhode island democrat david Cicilline helped author the resolution what do you believe the impeachable crime was
6: here this is a president who incited uh, an attempted coup to stop a the certification of the next president of the united states to remain
5: in power some lawmakers are still worried about their safety Republican Lindsey Graham had to be surrounded by law enforcement today just to get through the airport, all because he voted to accept idea. the presidential the election elections. results. Lindsey
0: Graham, you are a traitor to the country. You knew was rigged.
5: In an eye-opening letter to colleagues today, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi revealed that she had spoken to Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley to discuss available precautions for preventing an unstable president from accessing the launch codes and ordering a nuclear strike. She then spoke to Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes. Is anybody
2: running the executive branch of the government? Who is running the executive Well, sadly, branch? the person who's running the executive branch is a deranged unhinged, dangerous president of the United States, and only a number of days until uh, we can be protected from him. Uh, But he has done something so serious uh, that there should be prosecution against him. Well, uh, I gather that the 25th Amendment is off the table. That isn't. Nothing is off the table.
5: Mr. Sass. Some Republicans who opposed the last impeachment say they're more open to it now. Nebraska Senator Ben Sass.
4: The president has disregarded his oath of office.
5: In an interview with her hometown paper, Alaska Republican Lisa Murkowski said, I want him to resign. I want him out. He has caused enough damage. Tonight, there is no sign that the president plans to resign. And the White House argues that impeachment would only divide the country at a time when he's slated to leave office in a week and a half anyway.
1: Nora. Nancy Cortez, thank you. And you can watch Leslie Stahl's interview with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi Sunday on 60 Minutes. Now to that breaking news on President Trump's Twitter account. It comes as there are questions about whether the president is in some legal jeopardy. CBS's Ouija Zhang is at the White House for us. Good evening, Ouija.
2: Good evening to you, Nora. President Trump has spent his entire presidency relying on Twitter to communicate to nearly 90 million followers. But tonight, that power is gone. And sources are telling CBS News he does not plan to step down, although the White House has acknowledged that impeachment is a real possibility. As uncertainty swirls around President Trump's final stretch in office, one thing is for certain, he does not plan to attend the inauguration on January 20th, a decision Mr. Trump announced on Twitter. Today, President-elect Joe Biden said it was for the best.
3: One of the few things he and I have ever agreed on. He's been an embarrassment to the country, embarrassed us around the world. Mr. Biden
2: said Vice President Mike Pence is welcome.
3: I'd be honored to have him there and and to move forward in the transition.
2: Earlier, the vice president returned to the White House after not speaking to President Trump since Wednesday morning. Mr. Pence is dealing with pressure to invoke the 25th Amendment even from members of his own party. Meanwhile, President Trump is trying to walk back his part in the assault on the Capitol. In a video released by the White House, he condemned violent protesters, only after aides reportedly warned he could face legal consequences if he didn't.
3: And to those who broke the law, you will pay.
2: Former U.S. attorney Harry Littman said it is the president himself who carried out illegal acts when he rallied supporters right before they stormed the Capitol.
7: He is um, criminally responsible for all the crimes that occurred at the Capitol because he's the instigating force. He doesn't have to force them at gunpoint to go what he needs to do. Is encourage them.
2: The violence has prompted nearly 20 administration officials to resign, including Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos, who blamed the president's rhetoric. Today, the U.S. Attorney's Office here in Washington said they do not expect to file charges against President Trump, but they haven't ruled anything out. Sources say that he is asking his senior advisors if he can pardon himself before he leaves because he is worried about getting into legal trouble. Nora?
1: All right, Weijia Zhang, thank you. Tonight, President-elect Joe Biden continued to fill out his cabinet, announcing more members of his economic team on the very same day that we learned 140,000 Americans lost their jobs. He also weighed in on what's happening in Washington. CBS's Nicole Killian joins us from Wilmington, Delaware. And good evening, Nicole.
5: Good evening, Nora. President-elect Biden said he leaves it up to Congress to decide on impeachment. And the swiftest way for President Trump to go is when he takes office January 20th. And I asked him about the way forward. You have called for unity and healing in this country. But after the events of Wednesday, does that make your job easier or harder?
3: I think it makes my job easier, quite frankly. I've had a number of my Republican colleagues call me. They are many of them are as outraged and disappointed and embarrassed and mortified by the president's conduct as I am and Democrats are. And I think, its I, I, I have said from the beginning, and I have not changed my view, my overarching objective is to unify this country.
5: I also asked him if Senators Cruz and Hawley should resign after leading objections to his electoral victory. He said he hopes they're just flat beaten next time they run for office. Nora.
1: All right, Nicole Kelly, in there. Thank you. And we're learning more tonight about the Capitol Police officer who died of injuries from the attack. 42-year-old Brian Sicknick served his country in Iraq with the Air National Guard only to be killed defending the Capitol. And tonight we are seeing new shocking video from the attack. CBS's Jeff Bages joins us now. Good evening, Jeff.
7: Nora, good evening. First, about the officer who was killed in this melee on Wednesday. He uh, was a, a veteran officer. He was responding to this mob, uh, and that's when he went down. Now, investigators, you know, they're still at the beginning of this investigation, but obviously they're going to use cell phone data and video from inside the Capitol to try to get the person or persons uh the person's responsible. Let's look at some of this video, new video from inside the Capitol and the outside as this event was unfolding, this attack on the Capitol. This is a a video that goes pretty in-depth. In fact, it shows uh, protesters verbally abusing officers and also ordering officers to move out of the way, to take their badge off. In fact, it also captures the moments when uh, Ashley Babbitt, the young lady who was killed, one of the rioters, was killed by one of the plainclothes officers uh, as this event escalated here. And so the investigation is intensifying. Police are using these videos and the cell phone data to track down some of the people involved and they've already made several arrests. And Nora were told that more arrests will come. And And
1: Jeff, what about some of the arrests that have been made already?
7: Well, you may have seen the picture of the man who had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He was taken into custody today. Uh, He is someone who went on the radio, uh, tried to get on TV a few times, bragging about the fact that he was one of the people who broke into her office. Also, a West Virginia lawmaker was arrested today. He was caught on camera leading some of the mob into the Capitol building, uh, breaking through some of the doors and windows
1: many of them leaving a digital footprint of their actions and being arrested tonight as the FBI and Justice Justice Department saying this is their top priority. Jeff Begay's, thank you. All right, America is dealing with dual crises, the other, the coronavirus. And tonight there's a new plan to speed up the vaccine rollout, as we learned of a record number of deaths in just one day. Here's CBS's Manuel Borges.
6: 4,000 COVID-related deaths were reported in one day, and it will likely get worse.
1: The clouds are only going to get darker and
6: darker. Dr. Uh, Michael Osterholm, part of the incoming Biden administration's coronavirus task force, is talking about the new, more infectious strain found in at least eight states.
4: It is going to get much worse before it gets
6: better. Pfizer and BioNTech announced their vaccine appears to protect against the new strain. Today, President-elect Biden said he would speed up vaccine delivery by releasing all available doses, rather than holding back the second dose the approved vaccines call for, going against FDA guidance.
3: I'm committed to get 100 million shots in people's arms in the first 100 days. But production would
6: need to ramp up to supply enough second doses. So-called mega-distribution sites are being set up in Texas, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. In California, military teams are now helping some overwhelmed hospitals. And in New Jersey, 25-year-old Army veteran Joe Dalton and his wife Melissa shared their cautionary tale. He caught COVID, but was considered too young and not sick enough for a hospital bed until it became a medical emergency. Joe, what's that like for you to feel like you came that close? I had actually woken up uh, in a dark room with an intercom. in it. The intercom it told me... Um, good morning, Mr. Dalton. And I swore to you, I I was dead. I thought I was talking to God.
1: And Manny joins us now. And Manny, tell us about that extraordinary vaccine drive happening where you are.
6: Well, Nora, we are at Hard Rock Stadium, and this was a COVID testing site that the state has turned into its first Florida-run vaccination site. Officials here are hoping to give out 1,000 doses a day over the
1: next week. Incredible. Manny Bohorquez, thank you so much. Tonight, a woman who falsely accused a black teenager of stealing her cell phone faces extradition to New York following her arrest in Southern California. CBS's Nikki Batiste has Gail King's interview with the 22-year-old.
5: Mia Ponceto is now facing felony charges for falsely accusing and confronting jazz musician Keon Harold's 14-year-old son the day after Christmas. No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone! Hours before her arrest yesterday, Ponsetto and her lawyer spoke with Gail King in an exclusive interview for CBS This Morning. When you look at the video, the reaction seems very extreme. How would you feel if you were alone in New York and... You know, you're going to spend time with your family during the holidays and you lose the one thing that gets stolen from you that has all of the access to the only way that you're able to get back home. I just don't think I would randomly attack people is is what I'm saying to you. I know you said you could have handled it better, but I just don't think I would randomly attack people in the manner in which you did. Get the face
1: off, that's mine. You literally get, get it back to Are you kidding
7: me? You feel like there's only one, one iPhone made in the world? No, okay, then show me
5: the, show no. me my... I don't feel this. that Over that down. is who I am as a person. Head. I don't feel like this one mistake does define me. But in a statement, the Herald family says this incident never should have happened. Nikki Batiste, CBS News, New York.
1: At the end of a heartbreaking week, Steve Hartman has a story that gives us what we need most, hope.
4: Here's tonight's On the Road. For ICU nurse Caitlin Obrock, the last year has been a blur. She has treated hundreds of COVID patients here at Barnes-Jewish Hospital in St. Louis. But she says one patient stands above.
3: Um, From the very beginning, Monique was special to me.
4: 28-year-old Monique Jones came to the hospital deathly ill from COVID and six months pregnant.
3: The baby was priority over her. She would do anything for her baby.
4: Eventually, Monique had to be intubated. But Caitlin still talked to her, prayed over her, countless hours. And when doctors decided the only hope for mother and child was an emergency C-section, Caitlin made a promise.
3: And I was like, if Monique makes it, we're going to throw her the biggest baby shower there is to have.
4: A promise she joyfully kept when Zamira arrived. All two pounds, five ounces of her.
5: I just started crying as soon as I saw everything. I'm like, this couldn't be for me.
4: <laughs> Caitlin raised thousands of dollars from friends, family, and coworkers. And even though her favorite patients are now out of the hospital, Oh my God. Caitlin still visits regularly.
3: you getting so big.
4: Has to. She's the godmother and Monique's new best friend.
5: I never really felt that special to somebody. I really needed somebody like her.
4: It's important especially at the end of this god-awful week, to know that while all this was happening, so was this. While chaos reigned in Washington, compassion ruled in this corner of the heartland and across the country because the soul of America can't be ransacked. And the solution to what ails us sure as heck isn't under a dome.
3: It's not a matter of politics. It's just a matter of loving people. That's what we need Um, The days that I feel like I can't go anymore, through those hard days when I don't think my patient's going to make it, um, that I just know there's another Monique that needs us.
4: And there's your battle cry, America, for a real uprising. (laughs) Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road.
1: A battle cry for kindness. Kindness. And stay with CBS News throughout the weekend. Sunday on Face the Nation, Margaret Brennan will speak with Senators Chris Coons, Roy Blunt, and D.C. Mayor Mario Bowser. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Thanks for joining us all this week. We'll see you right back here on Monday. Have a safe weekend. Good night.